yo, 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 ha yeah, you have now entered square circle 101, you got your man the Thai Italian stallion, Mr. Sunny O, now with me, he is on the Tacoma Fire Department roster, but he is token. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101 and don't forget to download that Squared Circle app available in Google Play and iOS. So today's going to be a crazy show because the time that we're recording might be a little bit off our normal format. So we're hoping we can make it work and be as entertaining as always. But let's talk about my man, IamRCF.com forward slash contact. Check him out. Get the three-week free trial. You tell him Sonny Ashuta sent you at any of their locations. You get three weeks free to try it out. We've got a lot of things going on there. I haven't had a chance to talk a little about that one-month free trial. But we'll wait till everything gets settled in with everything he's got going for you. You know. You said you went to the gym today, right? I went today. How was it? I suck. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's uh, I don't suck as much as like I'm falling off from not being in there, man. Work's getting in the way of my life, but you know what? I only got a little bit of time left, but I'll be all right. I can't wait to get back. I miss my people. <laughs> that's one of these moments when it's okay when kind of keeping it real goes wrong. Mm. Now, one thing that's actually not on this we'll t- talk about is a moment of that. You, you remember Ricardo Mayorga? Yeah. Just got knocked out last week in two rounds to a guy on his opening fight. So this so, guy's first professional fight gets to fight Ricardo Mayorga, knocks him out in two. So I I don't think I saw, like, unless you would have brought that up, I would have forgot all about it. When I heard the name Ricardo Mayorga, I, I had to pause. I'm like, Why do I, know that? I was like, Why do I there's know that? another one? There's no possible way. He's got to be 100 years old. Yeah, he's up there. I, I liked him because uh, when he beat, uh, I want to say it was Vernon Forest, he beat him, and then he had a cigarette and beer in the ring afterwards. Yeah. So I was automatically a fan immediately. Yeah, immediately, of course, automatically. Because I mean, that's me. I'm the dude who was smoking a cigarette outside the gym. That's how I roll, you know. But check him out. IamRCF.com forward slash contact. You tell him we sent you. Get three weeks free to try him out. How are we winning? What you got? What do I have? Let me tell you what I got. Let me show you something. Just the fact that we don't know our due date on death should be enough motivation to live every day to your highest potential. That's the longest quote you've done so far. Now you got some range because you've gone from like, it's better have my money to, yeah. what was that quote again? It was basically the fact that we don't know our death is enough motivation to live every day to your highest potential. Got nothing. Yeah. That's a can't. good one. You can't. And, and you shouldn't know your death because if you do know your death, it's not a good plan. Or, or either either you decided that yourself or you're like terminally ill, right? And if you're a very famous celebrity, it might be a plane crash or a car accident. Depending on who's sacrificing you. Yeah, who said, depends on which, <laughs> which ones are sacrificing you, that's uh-huh. for sure. One more time, how are we winning? The fact that we don't know our due date should be enough motivation to live every day to your highest potential. Hey. Eminem had it, you know, you only have one life. If not, you might as well die now. It's, you know, it's paraphrased. You know, live it to the fullest. If not, what are you doing? What are you doing, really? What are you doing, really? You know what I'm saying? If getting high is, is your way of living to the fullest, then so be it. At least you made that decision. Now let's get into some gangster stuff. All right, all right. Hey, we have, we are on a strong weekend. Yes. We are on a strong weekend. Very so strong weekend. We got some things to catch up on. We have some things live that we're going to go through. We have some things that just happened. Yep. And depending on when you hear this, 
it you may know or you may not know, but either way, we're gonna give you the lowdown on all that. So, so where 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 you want to start? Where, what are we doing? I think we should start with one prediction because there's only one fight that we haven't picked yet. Okay. That's it right there because that's okay. the only one that is that we haven't seen or hasn't been finished. Okay. Are you taking the black dude? I am taking the black dude. I'm okay with that. I'm going with Caleb Truax. All right, then. I'm going for Peter. He's been in the ring with kid, good composition. Kid, hey, kid. Hey, Faced so, James so, Gale hey. twice. Gave him a tough time so two times. Peter Quillen. I'm not sure I'm convinced Peter Quillen has ever gotten over the Daniel Jacobs loss. We're going to see. We're going to see. The thing is, so whether we, hold on, let me see. Mm-hmm. So we're not discussing this. So I don't have to bring it up later. Like, him getting beat by Daniel Jacobs in the fashion that he did, like Daniel Jacobs is going to be a tough out for Canelo Alvarez. Anyway. So yeah. it's like, look, is this one of those things we bring up? Who did, look who you lost to? Mm-hmm. You can't get too mad. You should get mad at losing, but it's just like, all right, I lost to Daniel Jacobs, man, yeah. who's only lost to Triple G. Yep. I wish there was a prop bet for that fight that you could bet that he got robbed, but there's no way to prove the winning of that bet for like. Because I think, of course, I reserve my right to pick that fight when it happens. But I think Daniel Jacobs might get robbed that night. But we'll see leading up to it. I don't know. We still got a month away. We still got some time. They're yeah. both on pace right now. So, But Peter Quillen, Caleb Truax. Caleb Truax, former title holder. Peter Quillen, former title holder. Yeah. We like Kay Jocelyn. He gave us a shout-out. Sure did. During our first five episodes or whatever. Yep. Shout-out to D-Lo. Caleb Truax had that great Instagram photo of him passed out that his old lady took of him passed out on the bed when he was spooning his, his world championship belt. Yeah. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Uh, Peter Quillen has gone through a lot of mental things, losing Dan Jacobs. Their wife experienced a, a miscarriage. They immediately had another kid, had a kid right after that. So there shows some, maybe some attachment issues there, I guess. Because I'm not sure what they went through, and it's, it's, it can't be easy, of course, right? I'm not gonna even make no bad jokes about yeah, it. Well, the thing is, like, when you have something like if that, if they were in China, go, they would have you go through a lot of debt. I think I've said this on the show one time. So, like, uh, I had my house has gotten robbed before, and then before I even called the cops or took place of it, did they show up and think you were a suspect? Nah, okay. nah, not like that. But one of the first things I did was I went to go hoop after that because that was my therapy. Yeah, yeah, that was my therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, let me get back to something that's familiar, something that I love, something that I can take my mind off of it. There's some drunk recorded freestyles of uh, Sunny L out there. Hey, Bad mouth with some women. Hey, there you go. I don't got to go as far as like Eminem and gotta, start dropping the N-bomb. You got you to let it out. <laughs> yeah. You got to let it out there's, some way. There's some many way, so. bars, many bars and hours of recordings of Sunny L dissing some broad. So I get just, it. Just emotional. I get it. So for Peter Quilliman, he had a long break. He's had one fight since, I think. Let's pull him up real quick. Because he had one fight since. Now, this kid Chocolate is a guy who's had high expectations. A lot yeah. of high expectations because he was a champ. I he got picked, lucky against Gabe Rosado. Um, I went, that was one of the fights I did pick with my heart. And I, wanted I picked Peter. Daniel Jacobs yeah, on that one. You yep. sure did. And I wanted... Uh, I didn't expect a first round knockout. Yeah, I didn't expect it like no that No one either. did. No one did. And that was a crazy, weird, wobbly knockout too because he didn't get KTFO'd or anything. He got stopped, you know, by the ref. Quillen. And we're not talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's Peter Quill. That's right. This is the Guardian of New York. Guardians of the Galaxy, the one in, I just can't get into them. I don't think they're that good. So know. he's had two fights since Daniel Jacobs. Remember he just beat Daniel, right. uh, Jay Leon Love and that's he right. beat uh, Deshaun Johnson. Deshaun Johnson. That's yeah. like the... That's, <laughs> that sounds like the... Um, the black exploit version of my name, Miami Vice, Deshaun Johnson. 
It would be like what Flint Vice or something, <laughs> starring Deshaun Johnson. Sorry, it's a horrible you're, joke. You're, Good news is that suck. nobody knows what Miami Vice is anymore. Yeah. Except for like five fans. That's it. So, Peter Quillen, you think he's going to get this by how? Um, I think it'll be unanimous decision. I think it'll be a split decision. Caleb Truax. All right. Now, let's get into some recap weekend here. All right. Where, so where are we going? Where are we We're going to start with Zerto Ramirez and Tommy Carpenter. Okay. You know the outcome of this fight, right? Zerto. After four rounds. Now, going into this fight, Tommy Carpenter had a, has a full-time job, by the way. But they interviewed him before the fight. He had a black eye. Yeah, he, got, the, he was getting he was getting worked in training camp. Took the fight also on short notice, yeah. so he was sparring up to the day of the fight. Mm-hmm. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah, it's got Andre, Andre Ward. Uh, Andre Ward was talking about that right before the yeah. fight started, and he was just like, "Hey, man, that yeah. black eye, man, lets you know that. Hey, first of all, that gives somebody a target. Yeah. But then also that you was getting worked in training in camp. Training camp. Not so. good at all. Now Tommy Carpenter, he had a. One of the reasons why he got the shot is because he beat. Be- I remember. I remember what happened when he beat Chad Dawson, at right right before Chad Dawson's career just tail ended and, and ended. Um, he beat him in Canada in his home turf, and that was probably four or five fights ago. He got this one on short notice against Zerto Ramirez. He said after thirty seconds into the fight, he got hit with a body shot. Yeah, and, and he said he, he said he felt it all the way through, and he said. <laughs> From that body shot, it was it was downhill from there. It pretty much was. And that's how Zerto was coming at him downhill. He had some moments. He caught him with some good straight left hands. So that's that's something that I hope, I'm going to assume his corner saw. I assume they're going to work on it. Because any opponents will see it when they watch that film too. And they're going to target that. Now, how many other fighters have you ever came across whose first career choice was to be like a cartel hitman? Boxer. Remember, this is the dude at 13, got a gun from his dad, yeah. and told him, hey, Mary, happy birthday, survive in these streets. Didn't even get a birthday cake. It wasn't even like a gun that pulled the trigger was a lighter. Like, you got to, hey, son, survive in these streets. That's the bad joke I would make about you and your father. Hey, man. But I met your dad, that? so your dad would have gave you a condom at 13 and been like, yeah, survive in these streets, son. <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how far off am I from that one there? And you yeah, yeah. see, you see, yeah, you see yeah. that didn't work. Yeah, right. Yeah, you only have one that you know of. No, hey, in this country, right? <laughs> <laughs> there might be a couple of DR, but we'll wait and see if they become baseball <laughs> phenoms. But Zerto Ramirez now he's fighting at one seventy five. Looked good at one seventy five. Walked in at one hundred and ninety six pounds. Yeah, he walked in really, walked in really big. He looked good at one seventy five, but at the caliber opponent, we can't really tell. If he's walking around at one ninety six with that one, I think they're trying to get this boy up to heavyweight. I mean, have him clear out one seventy. Have him clear out one seventy five first. There's a lot of good fights. A lot of good fights there. A lot of people. Kovalev wants to have a one seventy five. He wants a one seventy five tournament. Uh, of course like he does. I, I like I'm it. With, it, we've, we've talked about tournament-style format for everything. We've always been on that. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it, too. So we'll see what happens at 175. Zerto's got a lot of good competition. I guess it was easy for him to make weight, but to come in at 196 still, that's insane. 20 pounds overnight? That's crazy with it. So we'll see. They're going to step up the competition. They need to with him, but he got, his, he got, he got to pop his cherry and pop his hymen there at 175. So we'll see what happens next. Now, the main event of that night was uh, Friday night. There was Vasily Lomachenko versus Anthony Krola. Now, they call him Million Dollar Krola. I don't know if you happened to see Lomachenko's robe. It said billionaire on it. No. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I, it, it, I started it was like made of some rare snakeskin purple alligator, apparently. There must be only 
you know, uh, resident of Ukraine. It's probably on the endangered species list out there. That's what happens when you're uh, the Matrix and you get yeah, to do what you want. You get to do what you want, freeze time and do it. Mm-hmm. Now, from the opening bell, this was all Lomachenko. Lomachenko all being Lomachenko. Lomachenko. The right, the right arm, shoulder's not in question anymore because he knocked him out with the right hook in the fourth round. But what does this look, dude look frustrated and exhausted? Joey Spencer. He So... Right now, you guys, we we just finished watching Joey Spencer fight. We've talked about Joey Spencer a few times, man. He was one of the one hard of the pro, hard hitting prospects. He's six and he's six and zero with six face. knockout. Babyface, he's young. He's nineteen years old. He um looks like he's going to get a unanimous decision yeah. win right now. Uh, first in his seventh career fight. Yeah. This is the first time it's going a distance. He usually knocks six everybody rounds, out within yeah. the first, you know. And this is a guy, just round. by looking at the guy, that dude looks like, oh, I'm yeah. so, he looks so happy to survive. Hey, just Look survive. Just, yeah. just get out of here. Was it worth the money? Was it worth the money is what I want to know. We'll see. He's a rising up and coming star here. Um, PBC fighter, so he definitely can get a lot of exposure. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But let's talk about Lomachenko versus Anthony Krola. Anthony Krola, we saw him fight Jorge Linares twice yeah. in two good mat- matches. Yeah. Well, the first one was really close. The second one, Linares pretty much dominated him. Yeah. Um, former champion. Definitely took the fight because Richard Comey could not fight. And the fight went four rounds. The best thing I could say about this fight was that Lomachenko looked precise. Man, so accurate. So accurate. And his head movement is insane. It's crazy. And he knocked him out with a simple one-two. A right hook he right there. To, on the he, after his last performance, he had to come out and let everybody know who, yeah. he, who he is. Just because, like, when you get the Javante Davises out that are sitting here, you know, everybody watches your fight. They, yeah. People might not be your fan, but if they're in your competition, they're watching. Yeah. They're watching. They're watching so for sure. You have, to, you have to let them know that you're still a threat. You don't want to give anybody any kind of inkling that, hey, you're beatable or you're not as good as advertised. One of the, uh, one of the things that I've always... Uh, talk to people and especially when I was hooping and I was playing back in the day I always told people I'm like whether I played with you for the first time or against you for the first time or the thousandth time I will always show you that I'm better than you just because I have to instill that fear so when I walk in I can't give you you gotta step on their throats he says that to the women in bed also <laughs> I gotta let you I gotta let yeah, you know who know I am that I'm better than you I'm I sorry gotta, I gotta let you know who I am I gotta uh, sta- hey. hey it's a race Either hey, race to finish or you don't. What does Stifler say in the rundown? Establish dominance. <laughs> you got to establish dominance. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Now, called out Mikey Garcia after the fight. Okay. Like, good call out. Yeah. Now, I think the public wants him and Tank Davis. That seems to be what everybody's clamoring for. But Bob Arum had some words to say about it. First, he said, you know, Tank Davis ain't ready yet. And there, there could be an argument for it. I think he's about to be as ready as he's going to be for someone like Lomachenko mm-hmm. because I don't think there's anything else he can face to prepare him anymore or any better. Um, but there's also an argument Lomachenko ain't ready. He ain't, nobody, he ain't face nobody that hits his heart at all. At all. At, at all. At all. With that size he's and frame. This bull, you know, I mean, you've, you've been the smaller guy going up and you want to fight a bigger beast. We'll see you, how that goes. Like going into that fight, I kind of like it hasn't been made. I know who I would pick, but if I had to pick either or, I would not be mad or shocked at any outcome. I agree. Happened. I agree. Then there's also the Mikey Garcia possibility. Uh, first thing that Bob Aram said also, he said, besides Tank Davis not being ready, he said, oh, well, Javante Davis is the best fighter on Twitter. Bob Aram is the promote, the promoter version of Jim Lampley. 
Mm. Like he so just, but but not even sneak diss. This yeah. is blatant diss. Yeah. He's just the king of the blatant diss. He's just, like he. What did he tell Aaron Spence when he when he said about him, making the fight with him and uh, Terrence Crawford? He said, "Hey, if you want my advice, you just stay the clear away from." Yeah, this you stay right from, stay away from him as far as possible. Nope. Like Bob Arum, you're talking about a rival to Don King. Guys, like 105 he, years he, old. Look, this ain't nothing new to him. Yeah, yeah. this ain't nothing new. He's like he's like. The only difference between what it was now, what it is now, and what it was back then is I got more cameras. Yeah. Hey, I got more cameras in my face. So I can't exactly. keep it as gangsta as right. I really want to. So yeah. I, I have a feeling that we're keeping like can't be seen associated seeing, with these yeah, mafioso type figures. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we are really seeing like a PG version of what got he you. really is. Got like you. I like yeah. I guarantee you, uh, there there's a few people that I've always said. I don't know if I said this on the show. I would love to have dinner. With like, you know, Jordan, Kobe. Mm-hmm. I would love to have dinner with Mike Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser from PTI. Okay, yep. And Bob Arum would be mm-hmm. one of those guys that yeah, I would like I to like him and him and Don King. I would like I to have like that, a yeah. dinner with them. Where it's just, just like, like get some stories, just out of them. get some stories and just what's going on. Know. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. That's 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 a good ones to call. Those are good ones there, Thank especially you. the Jordan Kobe one. Because the first oh, yeah. thing I would do is create the awkward silence. So like. Well, who would win? No, they're, they're, I, with those two, it wouldn't even be an awkward silence. It'd be like, me. It, it's me. like, they, they'll be, they'll both say me. Or they both would be like he would. They, no, they're both going to say me, and then they're going to leave it at that because there's no way that they can prove it. So it's out of speculation. If they're, if they're both old and fragile, shouldn't no, they be able to not play? The same. Not the same. No? So, no, not the same. So it's, um. Huh. Okay. no, but I would like to hear any one of those. Just to talk, yeah, yeah. Just to talk, and I would like to hear their the opinions. PTI on guys, the rest I would love everybody. that one too. Because oh, I those guys, that, would, yeah, <laughs> they would be the most fun. That's how I picture us. Oh that's yeah, how I, that's how I really picture us. Like once we get, we're know, gonna get a video know. resume together. We're gonna apply for the jobs eventually. <laughs> we're gonna apply for the jobs. That's just what it's gonna be. We just gotta make sure we get some good backing around it, like state funding or state support, maybe through local charities or state, you know, law enforcement or first responders, like fire department, possible. <laughs> that would be good. And you do know, like, with the fire department, if there's any charity events you have to go to, we can easily try to flip that. Maybe as a supporter, hey, we're supporting them. All we got to do is show Stop. them some shirts. Stop. Stop. If they said no, Stop. we wouldn't do it. Stop. It's a yes or no Stop. question. You wouldn't ask? Stop. You wouldn't ask? Stop. I mean, I, it's not like, well, okay, let me think. Okay, we'll, we'll start the conversation. We'll wait anyway, anyway. But Lomachenko, who would you rather see him face, Tank Davis or Mikey Garcia? Honestly, Mikey Garcia. Who do you think would give him the most problems? I think they both give him equally problems. I on, honestly, of, of unbiased opinion, I think Lomachenko loses to both of them. Oh, well, unbiased opinion. I think he beats both of them. I think he beats Tank, <laughs> I think he beats Tank Davis easier than Mikey Garcia personally. Because I feel like Mikey Garcia, he, to me, he's, he's got one foot out the door. Even against Lomachenko, he's got one foot out the door. Especially what Earl Spence did to him. I don't know. I think he. I think he tries about Ta- the Tank Davis one. I, it's one of those things where I could see Lomachenko getting knocked out. But I can also see Tank Davis getting worked for 12 rounds. Hey, but we also, but look at how we viewed the Sergey Kovalev Andre Ward fight. That's true. That's so true. it's just like, hey, whoa. It's like, I, never, now, I didn't see that coming. So Lomachenko did say that he wants to face nothing but current champions for unifications or number one contenders. I do like that. and it, But it's also saying the right thing. Yeah. And with at his size, who, who's really out there? So we'll see what happens. Big up to Lomachenko. Got the little KTFO. Was it, was it KTFO, do you think? 
I didn't get to see it. Remember? We didn't see it. But it hey, fell we'll, face we'll, first. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it. I, I heard about it. Well, if anybody else disagrees, let us know. I thought it was a KTFO. Are, are you keeping, he, like, usually this is my job, but we all know I'm incapacitated right now. So, I got some records of you some got stuff. Some, you, you, I have every show lineup oh, that I do yeah. have, 100%. Of course, you have to have that. Now, this next one, this is going to be another part of the 101 where I get to sit and, and learn something because I didn't get to see this matchup, but it was the unification for the women for who's the number one woman fighter either of all time and in the world. And that's Clarissa Shields versus Christina Hammer. All right. Who's hotter out of the two first? Let's get the male chauvinistic stuff out of the way first. Who you think so, hotter out of the two? So, I actually think... I... It's weird for me. It, it's... When Christina Hammer has her hair down, I'm all for it. Yeah. But Clarissa Shields braids hair down no matter what. She always has these little lady moments. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where she kind of looks so innocent. You, you know, I think yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? I, but it's a tough one. It's tough. I mean, it's it's a really tough one. I mean, there is uh, the fact that Lady Hammer is a lingerie model. Oh, that that can sway the so whole so that 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 yeah, that yeah. kind that kind of yeah. does it for me. Yeah, that's true. It would have been horrible if she had to if she did the weigh in lingerie, unless that's a sponsor, I guess. But <laughs> we'll see what happens there. But Clarissa Shields, two time Olympic medalist. She's okay. what 19 or 20 years old. Uh, Christina Hammer, lingerie model, also professional fighter. Unification bout. Who won? How was it? Clarissa Shields won. Domination? Domination. Really? No, 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 no. She coined the phrase, quote, quote, greatest woman of all time, greatest woman or something like that. And the her she outboxed her. She didn't beat her. She outboxed her for twelve rounds. For ten, 10 rounds. rounds yeah. For ten rounds. The first round. The first round I gave to Hammer because Clarissa Shields just felt her out, and she barely threw any punches. Yeah, just wanted to see what she, she had. She outboxed her. I have never. I have never seen Clarissa Shields look this good. Really? Like this fight alone, and who she and who she fought, her unification, and what she's. I see her beating almost all the women of all time. The the Christy Martins, the Layla Ali's. Like I don't, well, I don't. For what I, we know of Claire Shields beforehand, it's been just plowing through them, domination, yeah, no, bullying, walking no. through them. John David. So this, this is someone first, too this, too big. You can't do that. This is John David Jackson's work. Oh. This is the, this is literally we. Coma grown. This is the one of the most dominant performances I've ever seen. This, this is, is the this is the equivalent. To what Mayweather did to Canelo Alvarez. Oh dang! No, no, like I need you. I, I will need watch you. it. I, I will need watch you it. to watch it because watch it was like really masterful. Okay. This girl had her hands down. Mm-hmm. She, and, and Lady Hammer is known as a boxer. Yep. A pure boxer. Pure boxer. Yep. So she's throwing four or five punches, and Clarissa Shields is having her swing and miss mm-hmm. the whole time. Like I have like. Dominated performance, like you know, I don't stand up too many, too many, in too many fights. By round eight, round eight was Carissa Shields took off. I'm surprised they didn't call it. They didn't throw in a towel. Carissa Shields even said in an interview afterwards um, that she backed up off her because she thought that they were throwing in the towel, and because she was, she was. And the thing was, she wasn't looking for the knockout. That's what made her performance great. Like yeah. I have, this is literally looking for the knockout. Could have made a mistake from her. Got caught. From her first eight fights to this ninth fight, 
this is a completely different person. Wow, that's insane. And that's, it's. I guess this is horrible to say, but at the same time, it's just being real. This is impressive from a woman fighter. No, no, this is impressive for a boxer. Period. period. I thought about like because I thought about I thought about that, and I don't even want. I, I really don't even want to bring gender into this. Not even not even saying just because of that, just because her performance was that great, whether it was male or female. It was, and it wasn't the fact that she just be, she didn't just beat anybody. She yeah, just unified she, yeah. and she solidified who she was in boxing. Everything that came out of her mouth was true. Mm-hmm. It was perfect, and she said she wanted to beat her beat her ass for ten rounds, yeah, and did. that's what she, what did, she did from the opening bell. Like she had. Lady Hammer flustered, a lot of grabbing, a lot of holding, and it was even afterwards, like you can tell when you when you don't like somebody, like this is a Christina Hammer, when you don't like somebody, you don't want to give them their respect or their proper due, but there's nothing that you can say, like there's no argument for it. You can tell it like she was just like still did did the sportsman thing. Yeah, she she didn't even really do the sportsman thing too, because she was like, Yeah, I just didn't have it today. No, no, she, she took it. She didn't let she, you have, she didn't yeah, let you have anything. You have, like yeah. it was, it was one of the most impressive performances in boxing. boxing. Period. Okay. Now, with there comes a, there's a flip side to that coin though. She was too dominant. Mm. Now, before the fight, they were talking about. The best thing about women's boxing right now is that it's on the verge of being a breakout to that UFC level almost, right? It's on that verge. It just needs some more tough fighters, she had, right? She, she we have lost. one star fighter, and the best thing about it is that there's no promotional disputes with women fighters because there's not too many big star-studded women fighters. The promotional companies are having no problem unifying these fights at all. We've seen Chris Shields fight on PBC. Showtime, Showbox New Generation. We've seen her fight all over the place, and that's because, like, I would have never expected Christina Hammer's not a PBC fighter at all. At all. She's a Showbox fighter, but that makes this easy for this deal to get done. So, any other fights in, that we could see lining up, even with uh, the Cecilia Brackus, the other champ, yeah. that will happen with Clarissa Shields. She was an HBO fighter, HBO's no more, but I know she's training and ready to come back on the zone. No problem, I think they would have making that fight. Another yeah. female fighter that's famous uh, on the zone is Katie Taylor. It's another name that you guys will probably see her here. Another one, no issues probably will happen with making that fight. And so, that's just with these women fighters. And of course, they don't have as much skin in the game and money involved as some of their counter- male counterparts. So there's always, you know, there's, there's specific moments when you, when you look at some boxers or some fighters and you're like, wow, this is really impressive. I don't think they can be beat. So like... I mean, Floyd has always been there, yeah. but like after when he beat Canelo Alvarez, I was like, no, "There's," I was like, nothing "There's," I was like, "Nothing, nothing anybody can do is going to be able to have no, it." Not an option. After this fight and the way that Christina Hammer looked, there is no possible way that any women, any woman beats her. I would hate to say this, but because she's so young, if I was her, I'd start training in jiu-jitsu and, and, and possibly consider the UFC. She because could. When you have this type of athletic ability, yeah. It, and strength it, and power. You can dominate on either one of them. And she gets boxing so fast. This combat sport, yeah. you're going to learn the other ones just as fast because you know your body, you know combat, period, and you know how to win. And I would love to see her become that that champion. If she became a UFC fighter, I would literally go out of my way to watch all of her UFC oh, 100%, 100%. 100%. I'm with you on that one. Um, she, um, but like I was saying right before that, 
I think I'm she a, was. I'm gonna take text in a white and be like, yo, I think get on this one. I think she was too dominant in this performance because this is the whole thing. So like, very rare, very rarely, and especially in boxing, do we get the best fighters in their prime, all the titles when it's needed and yeah. when it's necessary. And this is one of these times. Yep. I don't think that there's anybody near or at her caliber level that can handle it. That's so why it's I, just like I believe if, if the next two years she can still continue to box professionally, but just on her side time, all you do is just train with jujitsu. If if it was controversial when then I'm like, okay, this is gonna skyrocket. She's too dominant. Yeah. Like I really think it's gonna be I mean I was really happy that she was uh the main the main uh the main event for showtime for, mm-hmm. for showtime and then also there was uh, two heavyweight fights that was below that, but it was just it was just not even gonna mention those fights. Not even gonna mention not those fights. But that's good. It was, cra- it, was cra- it was crazy. No, she got she got, got the, the win. win, and I was I'm really proud of her, and I'm happy for her. And I'm a very prideful is, American, so is, I'm always glad when Olympian yeah, gold yeah, medalist gets to win. She was she did her thing. It was the most. Be- it was a beautiful fight for from a one sided perspective of the fight, like a lopsided victory. It was beautiful to watch how she did it because it was so unexpected. She didn't get flustered or frustrated. She just kept calm. And it was literally, it, it was like, you know what it was like? Without the knockdowns. And I, I hate making the same comparison. It was like Floyd versus Diego Corrales. Okay. So it was just like, okay. Flustered, didn't know flustered, what to do. Just, just all over the place. Dominate. Every and angle, and like yeah. before the fight, you was just like, hey, I can see this going either way. Yeah. Both top of the game. But then it was just like one sided, just a slap in yeah, the face. Different levels of class. Yeah. Yeah. And that was probably one of the few times where Floyd really had to break out his like skills. Yeah. He's like, let, me show, let me show you. Because like, for majority of his fights that we've seen, he played down to the opposition, except for like Canelo, um, Cor- Corrales, even. Um, then there is, then of course, there's the, the Jose Luis Castillo one, the first one, which was a fluke. Because yeah. then he dominated him the second time. Uh, Marcus Medina, we thought he get, he had a close one with Floyd. No, Floyd let that one happen. Apparently, he dominated the third time. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. So, Clarissa Shields making a statement for women boxing. It's always good to see any time for the, just the sport of boxing in general. We really don't care if they're women or men. We'll go with what's entertaining and who's good because that's what we talk about here at Squared Circle 101. Don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. It's available at Google Play and iOS. Now, this PBC card has a lot of 168 going on here, right? We just had a title eliminator with Sergey Derenchenko versus Jack Colke. Yep. Derenchenko got the win. It was a IBF. Really, really unanimous decision, but it was close. I it think, was very I close. Think it was, I think it was two scorecards had a 115-113, and the other one had a 116-112. That's how I could – I, I would have gave the fight to Derenchenko off of body language alone. Um, Sergey, now this is at an IBF title eliminator at 168. So this is for Caleb Plant's belt. This is also for a contention of a 168. Right here, relevancy between Kid Chocolate and Caleb Truax. Now, out of we got Sergey Derenchenko who won. I don't see him beating Caleb Plant at all. He can. He's got like 300 amateur fights, but Caleb Plant, he's a little bit on Sweet another hands. level. Another level. Now, I would like to see him and Peter Quillen though. Assuming P- Peter Quillen wins tonight, if unless I'm ooh, correct on this one. Ooh. Ooh, what, what do you mean? Was that a little premonition? <laughs> Possible premonition. I did. We, I don't know. Uh, sound like you're signing with my fighter, sir. I, I trust Caleb Truock's heart, not Quillen's. That's where I'm at right now. Kid Chocolate right there. Came in with that chocolate looking. That's racist. 
Look at him. It's horrible. <laughs> Chocolate? This is Doodle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, so while, while they're walking into the ring here, let's, let's pull up. So Jaime Munguia versus Dennis Hogan. We didn't get to see this fight yet. Now, I would have predicted Jaime Munguia to get an easy win on this one. Yep. Just because I'm not familiar with Dennis Hogan. I know he has one loss, but let's pull up Dennis Hogan's record real quick. Now, Munguia kept the... This is a guy that where they kept talking about to him about everybody else out there except Dennis Hogan, and that's can't be good for a fighter to hear. Even though no matter no matter what they want to say the right things and focus on who's in front of them, but how you can't really ignore some of the questions that people ask. Now, we know the outcome of the fight. We know who won, and we know some of the headlines, right? So Dennis Hogan got two losses. Who's his first loss to? Uh, Jack Coke. Jack Coke. Okay, which is crazy. And then he went on a win streak. So who did he fight after Jack Colke? Anybody we heard of? Angel Hernandez. Where's Dennis Hogan nope, from? No, not even that. Was he Irish? Yep. Huh. Wow. <laughs> Just guessing. Just guessing. Crazy. Now this is what's his what was his what's his record before? Just twenty eight. He was twenty eight and one. Seven knockouts. Seven knockouts. Seven knockouts. Really. So he's a boxer, boxer, boxer at heart. I mean, that's the reason. Jaime Munguia, we particularly know him as a hard hitter, a hard puncher. I mean, that, that was obviously displayed when he destroyed. Uh, we saw him destroy Saddam Ali, right? Saddam Ali. And then, but just like I always say. So like, this is where oh. I'm going with this now. Because we see him in a tough fight with the Japanese dude. We saw Liam Smith work him. Work him. Yeah. Get it lost, get, but, get. but he still worked him. So now I'm asking you. Is Munguia overhyped? He's not overhyped. He's young. Uh, we and I, we've said this before. It's like he's good until he runs into. He's 22 years old, so he's still young. Until he runs into the wrong person, like Liam, Liam Smith was almost that wrong person. Yeah, he almost was that wrong person, just because like I think. Well, he's just seen better people. He's seen Canelo in the ring, you know, yeah. he, he, former world title holder. Just, just seen a lot of better opposition. So with Jaime Munguia, 155 WBO champion. 154. 154. What do you think? Do you think DeZone's going to try to get him to unify with some of the other 154 titles? Who else is there? Uh, Swift Herd mm-hmm. and Tony Harrison. Mm-hmm. Well, Tony Harrison's locked up. Just Swift Herd's locked up. There's four belts. Who's the other one? We got a vacant belt? No, uh, Jared. Uh, Jared Herd got two. Yeah, he That's has right. two. He got two because he's unified. So, do you see him beating, I don't want to say Tony Harrison, but do you see him beating Jared Hurt? Not really. What about Jamel Charlo or Tony, Har- or Tony Harrison? Assuming Tony no. Harrison might retain it. Uh, I can see him beating Tony Harrison, but if Tony Harrison got the uh, the controversial decision over Jamel Charlo, I can see Tony Harrison outboxing Jaime Munguia. I can see that too. I can see. see I, I I would still probably put my money on Jaime Munguia for that, but yeah. I don't see him beating Jamel Charlo. Okay, okay. I don't see him beating Jamel Charlo or Jared Hurd. I think the Jared Hurd fight would actually be that's that says F O T Y all over it. Actually, I I I would actually like to see him against like uh, Erickson Lubin or something like that. That's the call right there. Wow. Yeah. That's the one. Unfortunately, oh, wait. The vision says you're wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell did you. you, did, I you like, did you like what I just said? And then the vision is over. So I'm yes. looking at this TV. I'm looking at this TV, and it just showed a preview for Mortal Kombat 11. I will let you know. Okay. Good. I will beat almost anybody in the world at any Mortal Kombat between one and Ultimate Mortal Kombat three, except for this one guy named Apollo. They have a, they're on number 11, bro. They're on number We're old, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what I first thought when I saw that? Oh, they're releasing two. Uh, no, 11, <laughs> bro. 
thanks for clearing that up for me there. I have the first three on Sega Genesis. So one of the reasons why I asked if, if, if Jaime Munguia is overrated, just because one of the headlines just said Jaime Munguia beats, wins controversial decision over him. And another one says Jaime Munguia barely beats Hogan to retain look, title. Look, styles make fights. It's just he doesn't have to be overrated, but somebody can see something different. He's a power puncher. We we've seen it. He doesn't really have a high boxing IQ to really compete with anybody of a higher caliber. Like especially somebody with experience. Anybody who's around his age and around his caliber, I mean, he'll he'll beat. Yeah. But when you get somebody who's you know who's a little seasoned yep. and who knows how to rumble, like Liam Smith, mm-hmm. like Beefy Smith, then you're gonna. That's definitely gonna be a tell. You're gonna run into some problems. I'm gonna make sure we tweet the zone, Eric Slubin. And uh, Jaime Magia, because I, I think like, I, would really like I think to see that, that is a great matchup. I yeah. think that is a good one, and I think that one will let me know what Jaime Magia is really, because I'm not too impressed with the Saddam Ali win. Wasn't too impressed when he won the Jap- against the Japanese guys. Wasn't impressed against Liam mm. Smith, and I, I'm not impressed tonight just off of what I've read. <laughs> not impressed with the even, press clippings. Not even not impressed with the press clippings at all, at all, at all, because. Even if even if the media likes you, they'll still f- try to flip it in your favor, yeah. right? Even if they're neutral about you, you don't get a barely wins unless that's just what happened. You barely won, right? No, there wasn't. Maybe there was one article after the first Triple G fight that was like, nope, Canelo won, clear handed, won, clear handed. Just didn't even bring up Adelaide Bird or nothing. So that's that's I'm not sold on him. Not sold on him. And I hope he does. I hope he reads his own press clippings because this is a, probably a situation where fighters should. Read the press clippings. And that's what I'm going to say with that one. Now, moving on with other news here. Uh, Marcos, Mude- Marcos Medina slimming down. So he wants to fight in 2019. What weight do you think he is right now? <laughs> Just guess. It's okay to insult him. Is, is, they, is, he at least in, is it at least in the hundreds? Like the high we're in the We're in the hundreds. Oh, he's in the hundreds? So, what? I mean, what is he trying to get down to? Uh, 154. He's trying to get down 154. Is he 180? 186 was his exact weight off an article I read today, and that's from Alex Ariza, his strength and conditioning. You've been on this comeback trail since the beginning of the year, bro, and it's April. You're down to 186 in April. Damn, bro, you was 250? You was 250, huh? Look. Right? That Mayweather. What are you doing? We do know that two Mayweather paydays can last five years in Argentina. (laughs) That math has been established. I'm going to retire to Argentina. How much listen, money you got? Listen, uh, two Mayweather paydays about that much. It, that's five years. And he had to be blowing that money. And he, he, you know, we see the Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. He was blowing that he money was, fast. Yeah. He was oh, yeah. he was Mayweathering it up out yeah. there. And you were thinking, Argentina, right? Shouldn't you be living like a king? I shouldn't be spending my he, money in Argentina. Right? If I went back to Vegas as the champ, you think I'm paying for dinner? You think I'm getting comped everything, son? I'm from, this is my town. I'm from here. I ain't paying nothing. Now, if it was going to charities... Government prop might have extorted him a little bit. Wow. Yeah, man. Good one. He even even touched him in his nose. Ouch. Touched him in his nose. But Marcus Medina, we want you back in boxing. But no, you want him back in boxing. Stay retired, bro. Look, don't come back for the money. I don't want to. I really don't. I I don't want him. I don't want him around, honestly. Or maybe join that bare knuckle boxing circuit or something. Right? Street fight in Argentina and pay per view that. I'd really watch that. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to professional into what? What do you say? And they're, they're far enough from Mexico. You say, you the cartel doesn't be, have a hold on it, right? You say he wants to be at one forty-seven, one fifty-four, one fifty-four. Yeah, that's high hopes. That's high hopes right there. Could you stay at one fifty-four? Okay, man. All right. 
What are you going to do at 154? So we got, we're, we've already established Jaime Munguia. Well, that'd be a decent fight. Assuming that he's at 154, and this is after we've seen him fight. Jared Hurd would be good, assuming that it's the same Marcos Medina from five years ago, which is impossible. <laughs> it, uh, who else is there? Liam Smith would be a good one. Liam Smith would kill him. Well, then we then at least it'll convince him to go back into retirement. That's for sure. Give him Jeff Horn. That's a good one right there. That's how you start off. Start as long off as my Jeff dad Horn. doesn't bet on Jeff Horn, you got a shot to win. That's just what it is. Stay retired, man. Now, while we're watching this, Caleb uh, Truox or, and Kid Chocolate here. Kid Chocolate looking solid. Looking solid. We never had a chance to follow up on our pound-for-pound pound rankings. Oh, yeah. Now, one of, our, one of our most fun episodes to me was doing this earlier this year, our pound-for-pound pound list. Now, yeah. I'm going to go to what the pound-for-pound pound list was the first time we were listed. After, okay. It took two shows. But by that show when we finished it, yep. we had Canelo number one, yep. Crawford number two, yep. Usyk number three, yep. Mikey Garcia number four, yep. Spence number five. Okay. I, right now, there's a lot of people who might have heard us first time and is disgusted because we haven't mentioned Lomachenko. Triple G number six. Okay. Walder seven. Yep. Joshua eight. Uh huh. Thurman nine. Yep. Lomachenko ten. Okay. Now we've had some wins and losses here. Since we've done this, okay. what, what day did Lomachenko? What, what day did Jose Cito Lopez and Keith Thurman fight? Was this before, off the top of your head? Do you know if it was before or after this? It was after this. It was after this. Okay, yeah. good, good. Because I can tell you exactly what I I can tell. So depending on where you're going with this, after that fight, that's when I wanted to move Keith Thurman to ten and Lomachenko to nine. Okay. Now that Mikey Garcia has lost to Earl Spence. Yep. So okay, so you say Thurman to ten. Yeah, Lomachenko tonight. Yeah, because even I have no Thurman, arguments even, there. Even though Thurman won, it was ugly how he won, and he's still a title holder, and I still have to give him respect for what it is. So I'll give him pound for pound, top ten. But you're at the bottom of that list and okay. can easily fall out. Okay. Okay. Now I have one change. Okay. I got Mikey Garcia at number ten. You got Mikey Garcia at number ten. Because okay. I don't think he should be above Keith Thurman, even though he lost Earl Spence, which is a fight he should have lost. It's a fight he should have lost. He's going still not two, undefeated. Two weight classes. Still not undefeated. Canelo's not undefeated. It's no belts. Canelo's not undefeated. He has no belts. Canelo's not undefeated. He still has no belts. Listen. Has, Keith Thurman has a potential fight coming over Pacquiao. No belts for Mikey Garcia. You and that him. loss to me, that drops about down to number 10. I don't understand how you do that. See, me, I, I don't. I, I can't, I can't morally, I right, rightfully... It, it was good enough. We put him above Lomachenko the first time, and I thought there was a good room of argument because I because we believe that Lomachenko's a little overhyped, right? Yeah. He, he's he's a great boxer. Great, great boxer. But, but he's a little overhyped see, based I, I on our position. See, I need to right? see more from him. Now, but, go ahead. do you think Mikey Garcia should be above Wilder and Joshua? Yes. I disagree with that one also. I, I think I have, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six. I would have him at six. So I have Above him Triple G? Above, no, 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 no. Right above Triple Wilder. G, tri, no, above, right above Wilder. Okay. That's where I would have him at because the thing is, we walked. You have to make your argument on this one. I'm gonna, I am going to make the argument okay. because you knew he was going to lose this fight, but it's look at who he lost to. Do, uh, no, we, re, um, do we really consider? There's a Facebook do we, out, do post out re, there that would say that I didn't know because I, I made the proclamation, grabbed my balls, and oh. said he was going to win by decision. Dude, you were just saying that for. For clickbait, man. Yeah, you, yeah. I don't believe you actually believe that. Nobody had this fight winning. That's the reason why the odds were so in that favor. Mike Garcia had no chance of winning. It was a this vacation fight. weekend. 
lot of weed and alcohol yeah, in me. Yeah, I understand. I that. did believe it at there the was, moment, there but was like no I said, way. it was not a clear judgment call at all. It's like I am not going to fault this man for jumping two weight classes to fight somebody. It, he didn't. He didn't jump in there and fight. Hold on, let me see. He didn't jump in there and fight like Andre Berto. He fought literally the bet what the top the second or tied for one A one B welterweight in the in who's so a dominant force. So if you would have went up to Thurman Porter or Dan Garcia and lost to all of them, would you still rank them there? No. We don't even got Sean Porter in this top no, ten. No, no, because Garcia. we don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, if he would have lost to Sean Porter or Keith or Manny Pacquiao or somebody who's not in our top ten, then I can see him dropping down that far. He what about to somebody? What if you would have lost to Keith Thurman? If you would have lost to Keith Thurman, I would have probably put him down that way. I would down to number ten. I would have put him. So I we still got Keith that. Thurman above. Well, yeah, Keith Thurman is not going to be on this top ten for this at all. Period. Right now, <laughs> and this is probably just out of recognition and respect. That's just out of respect, uh, actually. You might even be getting a, a friend vote from Shooter because he's my friend. Yeah, even be on this list. I I honestly Uh-oh, can't see how. Look I, at that cut. Yeah, honestly is that can't from a see. Punch? I have no idea. Uh, I don't think I'll stop this fight. Peter Quillen looking solid. He looked solid that first round. Didn't see much of the second. Going into uh, the third, bad cut. Uh oh, are they stopping this fight? They're probably going to stop this fight. Yep. Yeah, that's a stop bad the fight. cut. That's a pretty terrible bad cut. cut. That's a bad cut. Right, right above the eye. Yep. Yep. So, so yep. They're stopping this fight. Looks like uh, Peter Quillen. Well, you were not right. You were not wrong. I was not right. I was not wrong. But my fighter was winning. So this is gonna. <laughs> so after two rounds, if it's stopped by a cut. No, it's, it's no, a no decision. decision, right? No decision. I wonder how this works well, with the eliminator. The good news for them is they both get paid. Yeah. And they don't drop in the rankings. So Caleb Truax, being a seasoned vet, he he should be a little appreciative of this because things weren't looking good for his favor for the very for the six minutes we've seen. And he gets another shot. Gets another shot of boxing. Another shot of life. Probably won't be against Peter Quillen, but he gets another shot and gets a chance to prove his. Prove himself for relevance, and then we got Peter. Look at showmanship! I love it. Look at that! I like that a lot. We'll, we'll, we'll leave this on to see what the outcome comes. So right now, you think it should be Canelo, Crawford, Usyk, Spence, Triple G, then Mikey Garcia, yeah, Wilder, Joshua, Lomachenko, Thurman last. Yeah. The re- I I listen. Mikey Garcia, I don't. I cannot fault him for taking that chance. The fight was not made with Lomachenko, not due to his part. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's not scared of anybody if he's going to jump two weight class to fight him. So I think it's a breakdown in communications and Lomachenko not taking the fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to fault I'm not going to fault this man for try, not trying to fight the best. Mm-hmm. And then so for him losing a non-winnable fight, we said this in the beginning of it. It was look, everything it was game, it was it was everything to gain, nothing to lose. So I have to I can't drop him too far for taking that risk. It's like look who you lost against. Even though Spence Outboxed him at his own, beat yeah. him at his own game. Yeah. yeah. Outboxed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So check this out. Check this out. Christina Hammer, how far could you drop her after getting outboxed by Clarissa Shields? Based on this, this the name, uh, they have a top five list, and even then, her, she would drop maybe one or two. It, that, and that's and that's what I'm putting. So yeah. we had Spence below. We had Spence below that. So obviously we we're going to put at, him at five. Yep. Yeah. Mikey, we had Mikey Garcia. Wow, we had Mikey Garcia up there. We four, did. Huh? We, 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 he had uh, the res. He had everything, and he was looking good. 
And then so that's why I don't I really don't want to fall to my So I, I do you think Spence him. should still be at four under Usyk? Yeah. Because Usyk we did have him as the fighter of the year. Mm-hmm. We have a, a unified we have a unified fighter, mm-hmm. an undefeated fighter, and who boxed gloriously and beautifully. Yeah. So I'm still putting him under I'm still putting him under there. Okay. Okay. Now um, I have a copy here of let me see if I can find this. It was Max Kellerman's pound for poundless, and I deleted it. Awesome, sweet. Why would you do that? Yeah, because well, it was the top five. The top five he had in there. Were you were you trying to make room for porn, and you just had to delete that? Come on, yeah. You think I need room for porn? I'm from Vegas. I'm come on. They know me, and I'm one of these few guys. I'm like Norm in certain porn stories, and it's not weird. So, but Max Kellerman had Crawford number one. Lomachenko number two, Canelo number three, then he had Joshua four and Usyk five. How do you feel about that? I Max Kellerman is one of those guys I respect. I respect. We um, agree on the first one, obviously. Yeah, and we so, agree that so, Canelo so say, is up so, in that so, top so, three so, too. So say, so say it again. Say it again. Crawford number one, Lomachenko two, Canelo three. In fact, he might even had Lomachenko three, and it was in Canelo was two, um, and then he had. Jo- uh, Joshua number four and Usyk five, and that was his top five. I mean, I understand it. Um, Lomachenko is way too high for me, as well. But I mean, maybe it's because he's an ESPN broadcaster now. Yeah. So in ESP, Lomachenko's ESPN's boy. So yeah, that's true. So I mean, I respect almost everything that Max says and does, except for his rap career. But. Uh, I think well, he'll speak the same about his rap career as well. Uh, he'll mention it too because even Campbell Truax asked if he can come out to his fight, and he said, "Sure, you can, of course." And he named one other fighter that did. He's like, "I don't own the royalties though to it, so you'll have to reach out to that person to see if it's okay." <laughs> That's for sure. So let's see, I can't find his list. Oh well, we'll see. So this is how you think it should be: Thurman number ten, Lomachenko nine, yeah. Joshua under Wilder yeah. at eight, Wilder seven. Mikey Garcia, 6. Triple G, 5. Spence, 4. Usyk, 3. Crawford, 2. Canelo, 1. Yes, sir. If Canelo loses to Jacobs, where would you have him on the list? Where does Jacobs go? If Canelo loses... Oh, I'm sorry. Let's back this up. Let's, let's just, we'll start with Crawford since he's fighting next next week. Next weekend. Should we be making our picture that? No, because we're recording next week. So, Canelo, uh, Crawford, if he loses to Amir Khan... I thought about that, too. Because Khan can steal the first six rounds with boxing. Khan has every tool in his toolbox to win this fight. To be his kryptonite, right? He does. So where would Crawford drop to you from one, two, three? Would he still be on this top ten list if he loses to Amir Khan? Because that's a a bad loss. It's it's a bad loss. It's a bad loss, but but that falls into the category of – I don't know where I would put him in pound for pound. That's why I'm just hoping it doesn't happen so I don't have to make that sort of decision. That's understandable. He's a house fighter, one of our favorites. Yes, and and also – We don't like to speak negativity towards him. At all. At all. But at the same time, with that, I honestly see (laughs) him having a problem with Amir Khan more than him having a problem with like a Danny Garcia or – Sean Porter. I can see that too. <laughs> like that's I, I the, that's, that the, that's the funny thing hands, is, like the fast is, yeah, yeah. is a great boxer. Like he's if, probably gonna have to switch it up a lot. If he doesn't, if if Amir Khan doesn't take any chances, it makes the fight boring and boxes from the outside. He could steal. Yeah, he'll get. I mean, into it a would change. be it would he'll be get lured into a fight easy. Yeah. So so I I, I 
I can't. I can't make the decision. Well, I, the better question is the first one that I asked was Jacobs. If Jacobs, if Jacobs could, beats Canelo, I have Canelo probably fall into like fifth or something. Where like does that. Jacobs go though? Because he's not even on this ten list. But he's definitely going to be in that top ten. I, Hands I'll down. Kick, hey, I'm, Hands looking, down. I'm looking for a reason to kick Thurman out. Hey. <laughs> It's just like when I'm when I'm bouncing. There's some guys that I just don't like. Hey, I don't like your face. I do something wrong, so I can't wait to kick I you out. I want to destroy something pretty. Hey, I can't wait to throw you out. Give me, please, give please me a reason. Make my day. Make my day. Give me a reason. All right. How are we on time? Are we good? Yeah, we're good, man. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. If you have any debates or quarrels or beefs with our top 10 for list, tell us. Hit us Meet up us on Twitter. Streets. Talk some smack. Tell us we suck. Tell us what you think. Or give us a great, legit argument why we are wrong. Because if there's anything we are open to, we have an open mind to boxing and what you think. And if you could pull some good points on why this person deserves to be here or there, you'll see. You see how much we don't get along. Sometimes I'll just settle just to make him happy. That's what you do when you got the prettier one on your side. And there's a settler and reacher every time. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you download that Google, that Squared Circle app available on Google Play and iOS. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at TalkingSmack101 or on Facebook at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. How are we winning? What you got for me? Hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry. Just the fact that we don't know our due date on death should be enough motivation to live every day to your highest potential. That's right. Either live to the fullest. If not, you might as well die now. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with yourself? No, don't do that. I don't want to be the last thing they play when they find out you you're suicide what? or whatever. You know what, man? It's just like a, when you do something you love and you're actually, and you're perfecting your, not even perfecting your craft, but you just do something you love mm-hmm. and it's out, of, it's out of your heart. It comes naturally. Like just doing this, time went by fast, man. Yeah. And it's we're like, by real it's quick like, today. We're not, we don't even try to do no. this anymore, man. Yeah. I actually had another quote that I was going to use. Matter of fact, now, for any reason, if you felt like our quality dropped down in the last eight, nine weeks, if you've been listening to this show, you know what we've been going on and going through. We got one one of us training to be a hero, another one going to go work for the fire department. So, <laughs> And that's what we'd be going through, some real life things. And this is how it is, because we do this on our spare time for free, because we like just like doing it, because this is what we do, talk smack all day. You know what I'm saying? So you'll see that quality step up once we get a more available time and we can sit and analyze and get more on a, a more of a schedule going back on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hold on. Just get just, the app just updated. Keep, just, just keep talking because there's one that I really, I really like. Oh, oh we got a two for it. Oh, no, here, here we, we go. Two, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Two quotes and one. So, yeah, I'm giving you another quote because I saw this and it reminded me of it. I didn't, um, it was kind of long though, but it was like, your first podcast will be awful. Your first video will be awful. Mm-hmm. Your first article will be awful. Your off. first art will be awful. Your first photo will be awful. Your first game will be awful. But you can't make your 50th without making your first. So get it over with and make mm. it. I think out of all those, maybe one was actually incorrect. Or no. Yeah. Because all of them was incorrect. One was correct because my first podcast was awesome. <laughs> right? Let's go. That's what I'm saying. Awesome. Killed it, son. Hey, go, hey, go back Killed. and listen to it, you guys. Go back, go to the back and listen to it. The funniest thing ever. I still remember when I, because when we asked the feedback, everybody was like, yo, when when you asked him about Adrian Broner not showing up to court, court and said, like, well, you should not show up to court. There's a, there's a few things that black people aren't allowed to do. <laughs> and that's not and that's, show up to that's court. easily one of them. He said, the silence is awesome. Check it out, man. Check out the shows. We got them skyrocketing, grinding up there at 111 plays. We love it. Tell your friends, tell your family about it, man. I'm out. Shit.